0: Welcome back to the Call to Build podcast. This is episode 20. I just wanna give a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode that this is not content for little ears to hear. In this episode, we are going to be discussing a book by a author named Kristen Jensen called Good Pictures, Bad Pictures. And it goes into a little bit of depth in the actual conversation that we have with her and why she wrote it. So I wanted to just tell you guys up front to protect any little ears that might be around. And also to just let you know why I'm sharing this is because I have young boys and I know many of you have young children. And although I don't talk or share a lot about parenting, It is obviously a huge part of my life and something that matters to me a lot. So I was a little bit nervous about going into reading this and discussing this even, but I have to say that understanding why Kristen wrote this was so important. And she has so many resources for the kids in our lives that whether we want to protect them in any way and every way possible that sometimes they're going to come across these quote unquote bad pictures and how we can both prevent that and prepare them for what to do if or when that happens. So I want to give you guys that information up front and I hope that you will find this insightful about these topics. Thanks. In today's episode, I am very excited to have author Kristen Jensen, who has written a series of books called Good Pictures, Bad Pictures. And they teach our children how to reject pornography and stay safe online. So, welcome to the podcast,
1: Kristen. Oh, it's so great to be with you, Ashley.
0: So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and really, how did you start down this road to write these books?
1: Yeah, well, I can tell you right now, I never planned it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. I w- I'm i not, you know, I didn't go in to be a therapist. I wasn't looking for this um, calling in a sense, but um let me tell you a little bit how it happened. So I'm Mm -hmm. a mom, uh, three kids. Uh, one of them passed away, Mm -hmm. but I've got my two girls and, um, they're grown now. And, uh, I was just starting to, I've been home with them and then I'm going to get back into the world of work. And I got a call one night from a new friend and she told me this horrendous story about her 17 year old son, who they found out that he had been sexually molesting his younger brothers and sisters. And that is horrific. Uh, And then we found out that pornography was, you know, a big part of this. So I woke up the next morning and I had a very strong thought that just kept coming into my mind um, about, you know, You know, protecting these young children, warning them. Mm. And where could I find some resources? You know, I started looking and I couldn't find anything. And I started doing more and more research. I have a master's degree, it's not in therapy, but um, I know how to research. And so I started doing some research and found out how addicting Mm. pornography is. And I, I thought, I kept thinking, why can't we warn children about this? I mean, we warn them about a lot of other dangers mm. that are in their lives. And now children are growing up with digital devices in every pocket. Yeah. And so we need to kind of catch up with the times yeah. and warn them about the dangers they can find online. And that's what led me to write good pictures, bad pictures, portrait wow. of today's young kids.
0: Yeah. And I think that's so interesting because I, it is the way our society is. And every kid has a device. And we also know what can be on those devices. And no matter how hard we might try to protect them, I think I read something that you had said too, like it, every person will come in contact with this at some point. So why not prepare them as to what to do when that happens? So I'm yeah it's such a good idea. I'm so glad that you followed that inclination of this. This is a, you know, a resource that people obviously need. Right. Why do you think it, that it is that there aren't a lot of resources on it?
1: Well, I mean, it took me three years to write this book. And, so, and, and when I first started, I thought, why, why, why aren't there more resources? You know, yeah. and I was kind of like, there's, you know, and why hasn't someone else done this? Um, why do I have to do this? <laughs> right, right,
0: right. I can understand Suddenly that. Suddenly your social
1: life gets a little strange. I'm sure,
0: <laughs> I'm sure it does.
1: But um, no, I'm really happy to have been able to do this. However, mm. it's tough to uh, just have the right, I mean, like I said, it took three years. We don't mention sex in the books. Right, right. Uh, i. Yeah. I think tricky. it's just a tough. It's a yeah. tough problem, and I do see more resources out there, and I'm very happy. And I'm always, you know, trying to get more and more people to write more stuff. There are other ways that you can write about this topic, mm. and parents often want more than one resource to mm. deal with a diff difficult situation so hey if, if people want to write something a book or whatever go for it I say <laughs> you know, it's all good but um, I think it's a, a we have a unique approach and uh, I have a unique approach in the book and that is to show to portray t- uh, uh, parents having this discussion with their kids yeah and I wanted to do that. And to kind of give a script, but yeah. to show a proactive parent that yeah. doesn't wait around, waiting for their child to maybe come to them Yeah. Uh, right. when they see something, even though you've never broached the subject with them. Right. Um, <laughs> but you have this like expectation that they're just going to come and tell you they've seen something, they don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. They don't have the vocabulary. Yeah, One mom was saying that this, the books gave them the vocabulary mm. um, to talk about this. That they, For example, one mom told me that her kids were at a play date. They went over to a friend's house. And when she went to pick them up, her, her daughter's friend was showing her daughters something on a smartphone.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and when they got in the car, she goes, what was she showing you? And the girls kind of looked at each other and they said, oh, it was just a, a My Little Pony video mm. when it really was pornography. And so oh, when she wow. started reading good pictures, bad pictures to them, that's when they fessed up and they said, and they unburdened themselves wow. and they said, that was pornography that she was showing us. Wow. It wasn't My Little Pony. But they didn't have the vocabulary. Yeah. They did not know how to describe what they were seeing. And so in that confusion and that shame, they just, Yeah. and nobody had, you know, they hadn't been taught what to yeah. do. Yeah. They just kept quiet, which is what most kids, I believe what most kids tend to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, for me too, my sons are almost 10 and six and I have been a little nervous about this whole topic because I'm like, is it going to, you know, push them faster into maturity? Like, I just want them to be like unaware in, in some yeah. senses, but I sat down with them and I went through the book and the the cool part about it for for me as the parent was that they were not embarrassed at all because they, it was the way that you you were laying it out like you said like a conversation that it was the facts and we're trying to keep our brains safe and use yeah. them properly and honestly this whole addiction situation can be you know put into so many things I already used this which part of your brain is controlling you right now I already used that with his anger you know so yeah. I I thought okay this is really good because I think as parents we think like Ah, this is so such a scary, you know, like even I'm sure what you thought when when you started writing the book, like it's a scary subject that we know is so huge for so many people. And we don't want that to be our kids. Um, But we're not sure exactly how to approach it. So I just have to say, like, I really loved the way that you've done it.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Well, Ashley, so many parents are afraid. They do have these fears. What if I talk to them and then they, then they go and look for it. And now it's going to be like on me that my (laughs) kid was exposed. Of course, mother's, mother guilt, right? Right. (laughs) We will feel guilty about anything and everything. (laughs) 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 But I say, you know, you have two choices. One to just Cross your fingers and hope Mm. that your child never sees pornography until, you know, the day after you decide it's time to start the (laughs) conversation, right? Right. Uh, Kids are getting exposed younger and younger. Um, You know, we really need to get ahead of the curve Mm. and be there for our kids and help them through it. One nine year old boy, um, his mom read him the book. And just a few days later, he went to school and a classmate showed mm. him pornography on a cell phone. Wow. And he went home. He, he recognized what it was. He knew what to do, right? Uh-huh. So he went home and told his mom what had happened. And she, she uh, reported this uh, on Facebook, actually. She said, he told me, mom, I was scared but I knew what to do. Hmm. And that is the gift that we need to give our kids. Right. So yes, um, we need to give them a a definition. What is pornography? What are bad pictures? We need to help them understand why these pictures can be harmful to them. And then third, we need to give them a plan. And those three things, a definition, a warning and a plan yeah. Those are the three things that we really cover in these in the books and that make it really easy for parents to just side by side begin that conversation in a matter-of-fact like you said comfortable mm-hmm. way and kids kids dig it. I mean they they like it. Yeah. They like to know about their brain, their brain.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't awkward for either of us. It was because I think we have all the experience. They're coming into it, you know, new. And so if I'd like the fact that it kind of takes away that awkward conversation because you're having it preemptively, if yes. that makes sense. Yes. Okay. So speaking of fears, what ha- are maybe other fears that you found, especially for parents who are afraid to shame their kids about this or just other fears that you've seen as you've approached the subject with
1: parents? Uh, I feel like, well, first of all, parents are afraid that, like we said, if I talk to them about it, somehow then they're going to, their curiosity is going to drive them into it and they'll be exposed to lose their innocence, right? Yes. The fear of, and what you said, the fear of losing, a child losing their innocence, um, you just want to keep them, you know, in this protective cocoon. Um, unfortunately we can't, we just don't have that option anymore. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think the fear of like not knowing what to say, yeah. you know, yeah. how much information to give, Yes. uh, the fear of like, well, wait a minute, I haven't even talked to my kids about sex. Right. How do I talk to them about pornography? And we, in the books, I don't mention sex, right. um, at all. And, uh, You know, a couple of people have said, I don't know how she pulled that off. Yeah. (laughs) Because we really approach it as a brain thing. Right. And uh, to protect your brain. And then, um, again, you know, not knowing exactly what to say, what's age appropriate. And so my desire, my deepest desire really is to help parents with those questions to overcome those fears, because fear will keep us silent.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Fear will keep us from doing the best for our child. So let's overcome our fears. And I hope these books, Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, and Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, Junior, really help parents do that.
0: Yeah. I think they are definitely a great way to do that. As someone who was afraid myself, (laughs) I'm already finding that. So what are you finding? I mean, as you've gone through this process is how young are kids that are being exposed to this?
1: Oh, it's as young as young as, um, you know, the age of a child, you know, when, when does your children get onto the internet? Right. What age?
0: It was like three probably. Yeah.
1: Now YouTube has tried to get a little better with that. Now they have YouTube kids, right. which is definitely a step in the right direction, although not perfect. But, um, yeah, I would not let a kid on YouTube just wander. No, no, don't just don't, 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 don't. Yeah. I don't do that. Um, I would not let children have access to social media, uh, until they're much older, but we, that's a whole nother conversation. Um, that would be a whole nother conversation. Um, but kids are impacted by pornography. So, negatively Mm. um it sexualizes them early before they even have a concept of sex now they're shown this horrible violent toxic version of it Mm -hmm. um and they are getting i have heard so many stories of five-year-olds on school buses seeing pornography like Mm. what why i've heard of kids um They become sexualized, even with soft core kind of stuff. Mm. And they start collecting, you know, one guy I talked to who later went on to develop a pornography addiction. Mm. He said that when he was six years old, he had started a collection of scantily clad women that came in, you know, the advertisements, the catalogs, and he hid them under his Thomas the Train set.
0: Oh my goodness wow it just like awakens so early that's crazy
1: yes and i have talked to several men that were that, that that was the age like 5 and 6 wow something just turned on and if they're not given any warning if they're not given any reasons right uh or expectations then we're just basically leaving them to the wolves yeah uh the porn industry is extremely predatory Mm. They're all about money and getting people hooked. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. Uh, they portray themselves as noble and, you know, just providing entertainment. Blah blah blah. And really, what they're delivering is a you know just a drug that's ad- as addicting as cocaine.
0: Yeah, and I I can see that in we prepare them like about talking to strangers and like what to do. Sometimes we would even say, if anyone tries to pick you up, you need to ask them what the password is. And if they don't know the password, you don't go with them. But this is just as dangerous. It could be a lifelong struggle for them. And yet we, sometimes it is like sticking our head in the sand. Like, well, we just hope it doesn't happen. Right. Instead of having the conversation up front.
1: Or we think that we're such a great parent that it wouldn't happen to our kids. Mm. Our kids are good. We're taking our kids to church. We're doing this. We're praying, whatever. I'm telling you, um, equal opportunity offender. Porn will, it just is the perfect poison. Mm. And uh, some of the best people I've met are like recovered you know, are in recovery from a pornography addiction. Um, You know, good people can get yeah. pulled, good kids yeah. get pulled yeah. into this every day. Yeah. So it's not whether you're a good parent. It's not whether your kids are good kids.
0: Right. Right. It's
1: whether they are biologically vulnerable.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: And they right. are.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I really like what you said too about even if we think we're protecting them in every way at home, you don't know what they're seeing at school, on the bus, because not every kid's raised how we're trying to raise our kids and they're going to interact with them. So I love the fact that you have a plan and I would hope that, you know, my my boys will have that in their head. Like if I see this, I look away and, you know, have a whole action step. Will you go through those action steps? So we, the audience can know about them. Sure.
1: Um, so in the uh, the junior book, it's very simple. It's simply okay. turn, run, and tell.
0: Okay, that's perfect.
1: Uh, turn, run, and tell. Um, and I think that, that that's super simple. Yeah. However, um, in the in the uh, the first book that I wrote is called the Can Do Plan. And uh, it's really good to remind children and help them uh, to remember this plan. The first three steps of the Can Do Plan, C-A-N, is uh, to close your eyes Mm. or, you know, turn away from it. it. Basically limit your exposure to the picture because the longer you look at it, the more you're going to the more it's going to be burned into your brain. Right. And then A stands for always tell a trusted adult. I mean, half the battle is is overcoming the secrecy and the shame. Yeah. So if they will come and if you can maybe even you put a, a time limit like, hey, I want you to tell me within 10 minutes if you can I'm seeing this. And if you're at school, tell me within a few hours. Like always there's right. one study that showed that if kids would tell somebody within 24 hours. Um, if they didn't tell somebody within 24 hours, they would never tell anybody about it. Wow. So wow. it's, it's very important to have kids come and tell me right away. Okay. And then N, um, stands for name it. Hmm. So name it when you see it. So to say that's pornography, that's a bad picture. Right. Um, we, And I know sometimes kids do this like louder, maybe (laughs) than you want, in the grocery aisle when they're pointing at a, you know, one of those magazines. It's okay. It's all good. Uh, Kids are funny, but uh, it's well worth it if they do what you're asking them to do. True. And so, um, you know what? I, as a parent, I will go through all kinds. I will. It's all good. So naming it. So I'm going to ask, ask you a question, Ashley. See okay. if you can get this. You didn't know you were going to have a test. Uh, <laughs> which, which brain are you using when you label something? Your thinking brain? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, the thinking brain. That's the prefrontal cortex. That's the executive function. That's where you have the executive function. And when you label something, mm um so when a child or anyone sees a pornographic image there's there's a shock you know right. and it creates a lot of uh shock and chemicals released in the brain but when and so it's the feeling brain that's like impacted mm. and but when you label it you bring your thinking brain online ah So that's pornography. Oh, yeah. Okay, now I know what I've got to do. I've got to go talk to my mom or my dad. You know, I've got to close my eyes. So all those three things need to happen immediately when a child sees pornography. Okay. But what happens, you know, when those shocking images come back to, you know, haunt their brains and their memories? What do you do then? I've heard of kids saying, I don't know what to do. I keep seeing, I keep seeing this Mm -hmm. image. I can't stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And your brain is designed to remember shocking images. It's, you know, it's, it's actually a, a good thing because usually things that are shocking, you know, we want to avoid. um, But the brain is just wired that way. So how do we Neutralize that so they don't keep popping up in your mind, and maybe tempting you to, right. and your curiosity. Right. So then the D and the O plan, and we explain that more in the book. But um, there's also an explanation on how to forget. You know how to forget those images. Now you're never going to really forget them. That's why your your listeners can't see me right. doing air quotes. <laughs> right. I'm doing air quotes. Forget because, you know, we have these. Memories in our brain, and they're there pretty much, you know, yeah, forever. But what you do is you build a neural pathway away from those those things. So, anyway, those are all really important cognitive skills for the kids to learn. They need to know how to what to do when they see it, and then how to neutralize and minimize the impact. those images on their brain.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Okay. So what can parents do if they've discovered that their kids have been exposed to this? Maybe they haven't had the read-through yet. Um, What are some things they might be able to do?
1: Okay. So uh, we have a wonderful guide on our website, protectyoungminds.org. It's called the smart plan guide for parents, helping kids who have been exposed to pornography. Mm. And so I like these acronyms. So smart stands for stay calm, make a plan, assist your kids to sort out their confusing feelings, Mm. regularly check in with your kids and train your entire family. And so all of these steps are outlined in this guide. Um, Maybe I could really start just touch on here, the stay calm part. Okay. Yeah. So when I was, uh, working on this book and starting this, um, I had a friend call me and she knew what I was working on and she called me and she was just sobbing, like to the point where she couldn't even talk. Mm. Finally, I couldn't understand like what was going on. So I said, do you need me to come over? And she's, she was able to get out. Yes. And so I went over, she didn't even come to the door. Like I was knocking on the door. So I just opened the door and went and found her sobbing in her master bathroom. And I just hugged her. And I'm thinking her husband has just said, I want a divorce. I mean, that's what right, I'm thinking. Right. Like, freaking out. And she, she said, oh, I found porn on the iPad porn mm-hmm. on the iPad, and uh, that her son had been using. Now, so this was my advice, and this is the same advice that I give everybody, and that is breathe. Mm. S- try to stay calm. Mm. What she wanted to do was rush over to the school, yank him out of class, right. and say, what the blankety blank blank blank, right? What right. the heck? What
0: are you doing? Yeah, <laughs> What
1: are you doing? And why, why is this here? And what is, you know, explain this. And you just get, you know, have this emotional reaction. Mm. Uh, I said, you need to take 24 hours or 48 hours and calm down. Because if he's been seeing this, you know, either he has a problem or he doesn't. Mm. uh, Taking a day or two to actually deal with your own emotions first is the wisest thing because if if we just spew all of this onto our children. Yeah. All of our anger, our fear, mm. right? Yep. All of the emotion, yeah, our disappointment maybe even in them. Yeah, for sure. They'll feel all that and yeah. do you think that's going to help them be open with you? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh it just Goes against everything that you really want, and what you want is an open, non-shaming discussion with them. So, stay calm. Um, deal with your own emotions first. Talk to a friend. Talk to your spouse, um, and and work through those things. It's not going to make a huge difference whether you talk to them in two days or three days or four days. In the long run, right?
0: True, right.
1: You need you and you need to just get yourself in a calm place. Yeah. And then do the rest of the plan. Make a plan, figure out how to talk. You know, are there and, and I would also say be careful about discipline. Mm. Um, especially if your child is just being curious or if your child because if you gotta work out and try to work out a plan, and we have some examples in this guide. Work out a plan with them. Get them on your side. Okay, yeah. Porn is the enemy. Your child is not the enemy. Right. Right? Right. And so I've heard of people like, uh, just recently a mom was telling me that her 10-year-old son saw something at grandma's house. Oh, no. Because grandparents, they don't have filters sometimes. They don't have, <laughs> you know. Right. And so the kid's like, can I... Can I get on your computer? Can I get on your iPad? Play my play my game and maybe they see something. So uh this kid saw something. Uh the grandma reported it and also the kid reported it. And um the mother was just freaked out. Hmm. And she was like, "Okay. Okay, you're not going to be on that device anymore. You're not going to get to do this. You're we're taking this away." And he's like, "What?" Why are you punishing me? I did the right thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, and then she goes, oh, no, we're not punishing you, uh, but we just have to get some parent controls and blah, blah, blah. Well, he felt punished. Right. 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 He felt punished. So let's not punish our kids. Let's work with them. And uh, it will come out much better. You're going to give yourself a chance to have a better relationship with them and to really mentor them along the way.
0: Yeah. That's really good.
1: And they still have their choice. You know, we have, all of us have our choice. We can, we can do what our parents ask us to do, or we can learn the hard way. Some kids will learn the hard way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But
1: so many children will do, I have so many stories, Ashley, of kids Mm -hmm. running into pornography and then coming and telling their parents if they've been warned.
0: Mm. Um, That's so good. I just think, I mean, I am, if I'm going to be completely honest, I parent sometimes out of fear and that is my reaction. And so I think, I mean, even just reading your book and talking to you right now is helping me, you know, even in my own parenting to think that it, it is, it's parenting out of fear. It's not what is best for them. Um, it's not helping them trust me because I just think like, just get rid of the
1: problem, <laughs> you know?
0: and i don't think that that's necessary like they but they take it as i'm bad and i don't want them to right. wear shame right because of of that so
1: thank exactly. you exactly yeah if we could step back and take a long view what do we want for our kids hmm. by the time they're 18 and what kind of relationship do we want with them hmm. and how are we going to be there for them in a mentoring you know kind of role, if we are you know freaking out and <laughs> being emotional and all all this stuff, kids will tell you that, and yeah, kids will tell you a little bit, and if you're if you're not emotional, if you're not all freaking out, they'll tell you a little bit more mm. they'll test the waters. can yep. I trust you yeah um so. Yeah. It, it. I think we could take a long view of this yeah. as this is going to be something you're going to be dealing with. Parenting in the digital age, it's here to stay. And right. y- just, there are a lot of issues, uh, but think about it. Your kid probably can't walk into a grocery store and get a, a pack of cigarettes. Mm. Your kid probably can't go in and get, you know, Jack Daniels or vodka or whatever, right, right. Yeah. Um, but they can go online and in two or three taps they can they can see hardcore pornography
0: yeah, wow, that's so so, true. so it's just so available, so yeah, yeah, the proactivity of it all is so important, obviously <laughs> um are there any myths that parents believe around? Around this topic? I mean, obviously I kind of shared mine a little bit, you know, or it's, I think it's just like your head in the sand kind of situation, but are there any others that you found?
1: Well, I would say that some parents, they are thinking about pornography and they're about, um, I don't know, 50 years, uh, uh Back. behind the times mm. they're thinking it's just, you know, it's just naked women. Mm. dancing on a pole or it's just naked women. Um, so many parents do not realize what pornography is today. Mm. They are thinking of, you know, their grandpa's uh, playboy, right? Mm-hmm. They're thinking it's just a man and a woman having sex and like, well, you know, whatever. It's not that big a deal. Boys will be boys. So here are a couple of myths. First of all, that it's just boys. Mm. Oh, I've had people say, Oh, I don't need to worry about that. I have all girls. Wow. And I'm like, yes, you do need to worry about this. Right. Girls are more and more and more getting into porn wow. because they see it as well. They all see it as sex education. They want to know what they're, what's going to be expected of them.
0: Wow, Wow. So they,
1: they get into it to learn that. Um, And then there's a lot of other things that happen after that. So that's one myth that that it's just a boy problem. Right. The other myth is it's just, if you can think of it, there's porn about it. Wow. So um, we're not facing a situation where kids are just looking and kind of seeing what sex is. Right. Right. It's It's not that.
0: The floodgates have been opened online.
1: It's, yes, it's, it's. So toxic. What they need, and we explain in the book, is that you need to get more and more, right? hmm You need to escalate. So if you're doing alcohol, you may start with beer and you're ending up with hard liquor, right? Yeah, right, right. uh, you and and so that's a characteristic of addiction. It escalates. So with pornography, you know, you may start out with some kind of vanilla. Porn is what they call it. Just like a man, a woman having sex. It's it's really like I said, the perfect poison. So that's but the problem is, kids are seeing this,
0: right? So we are just thinking, oh, it's this simple something, and it's crazy, unlocked wildness out there that is available to them at a click. Yeah. So yeah.
1: anyway, that's yeah. that's the other myth, and so I think that it's very important for us as parents to know it's out there. Now, I said social media would be a whole nother thing and it would be, but kids can get so much porn on Mm. social media. And, uh, Snapchat is a full online, full video streaming platform. And you can get to these teaser videos of these porn performers. So they do these teaser videos that are very, I mean, they're naked. They're, I mean, they're doing stuff and those are just the teaser videos. Wow. And then you have to get a premium Snapchat to be able to see the content, but you know, kids are very, you know, if they want a premium, they could figure out a way to get it. So I think that, um, we need to be aware
0: especially to protect them from knowing what we're protecting them from. Because if we don't, then we don't even know the depths that it can go to, especially like you're saying. I mean, it's not too long before you are so disconnected from what's culturally relevant at the moment, you know, and realizing how deep these rabbit holes go in social media and how they're using these things. I mean, by the time we figure something out, they'll probably be on to something else. So to just be like so vigilant to know like right. this is happening and to not be like, well, if I don't know about it, it's not there. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah, that's another myth, right? <laughs> right. Well, that's why we, we we produce um on our blog at Protect Young Minds, we do parent alerts.
0: Okay. So wow.
1: about every month we'll we'll write a piece. There's a parent alert. You know, uh, what, for example, we just, I think wrote one on Alexa and you know, there are certain settings on Alexa. You should definitely know about, say from, uh, some of the things they can get to on Alexa, who knew that they could get to certain games. There's, I don't know if you have an Alexa. I actually don't have one yet, but my kids all do. And, um, there are certain, like it's called skills. Hmm. And they're kind of like add-ons. They're kind of like plugins. Okay. Add-ons to your Alexa. Okay. And you and there are games the kids can play with the Alexa. Um, and there's no screens involved, but there are games and there are sexual skills. There are sex hmm. skills. Wow. So there are things. There is content out there the Alexa so you should know about it so we we wrote an article about that and we're coming out with an article um, should be out by the time your podcast is out okay have an article on how to choose a good video game for your kids Mm, four steps Mm. to choosing a video game that would be appropriate for your child and what what to look for and how to do it yeah yeah we're always trying to help parents be aware yeah and know what's out there right but we also try to not be too offensive on our website. So <laughs> we kind of walk a line. We know sure. a lot more than we ever share, but sure. we kind of walk this line. Yeah. Um, but people can always email us. We'll tell them where to go if they really want to, you know. Right, right.
0: Yeah, that's so good. Okay, so you kind of mentioned your um, website, but will you mention that and anywhere that people can get more information about your book or anything that you have?
1: Yeah, we can, on the website, protectyourminds.org, we have, uh, like I said, we have several free guides. Um, There's one that will get you up to speed. If you don't know anything about this topic, it's the quick start guide, uh, how to talk to kids about pornography, Um, gives lots of really great information quickly. Okay. So, you're not going to read a 300 page book, just a <laughs> right. few pages, and then you're going to feel a lot more prepared. Okay. And then, this smart plan guide, I would really, I would read it even mm. if I didn't think my kid had been, been exposed because it's going to prepare you right. for when that happens.
0: Okay. Yeah. And
1: how to respond. Yeah. Um, and then, we also have a community um, like outreach, like guide, uh, speak up. A guide so that if you want to do a presentation in your own community, we have a few tips for okay. that and a kind of an outline. So great. awesome. Well, and I just, I, this is all
0: great resources. And just so the listeners know, I will put all those links in the show notes so that they can easily find those and go connect with you and go get those resources, which I'm going to be going to do. Yeah. So uh, this has been so helpful and enlightening for me uh, really honestly, and so I'm I'm so thankful that you did this podcast with me.
1: Oh, I'm grateful to to be able to talk to your audience, and um, the books are on Amazon. They are bestsellers on Amazon, and so again, if they want to know more about it, they can either go to our website or they can go to Amazon, look them up, and read the hundreds and hundreds uh, of comments and, and reviews yeah. that are there, um, yep. and they're all basically saying the same thing but um i just wanted to share one that uh was from a psychologist okay as a as a final yeah (laughs) Uh, she said as a psychologist and a mother of four i can't recommend this book highly enough pornography is a fast track to depression anxiety and unhealthy relationships between males and females Hmm. Parents need to understand that their kids are being exposed to porn at a younger age than they realize. Your kids will rarely tell you what they saw. We need to get ahead of the curve by reading this book to them and discussing what they need to do if they stumble across porn.
0: Yeah, wow. So true and good. <laughs> All yeah, right. Thank
1: you so much. We're just really here we want to just mentor parents, help them in any way we can uh to Navigate, you know, parenting is tough enough, but it got a lot tougher with the advent of the internet.
0: Yes, yeah, so true. Yeah, well, thank so you ways. so much for your work and for continuing to educate people on this. So I will thank send you. people your direction, and thank you so much for being on the podcast.
1: Great, thank you.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today for the Call to Build podcast. If you have not connected with us yet on Instagram, go to at Call to Build. To follow all the episodes that come out and other encouragement also if you're interested there is a graphics design course that is based for beginners using the over app that you can now find on my website at ashleymorganjackson.com
1: thanks again for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time bye